What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Lost and Talks podcast, the most lit podcast. Today, we got two special guests with us. Yes. Uh, please introduce yourself. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I go by Fatty Soprano, filmmaker, director, a little bit of both. Yep. And... Yeah, man, my name's Shudder. Uh, my real name's Sean Vasquez, but I go by Shudder because there's uh, a lot of Sean Vasquez out there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, sure. I'm also a film director and um, cinematographer, director of photography, producer. So uh, we're a director duo, and uh, we basically work together on everything uh, as much as possible. So, Sick. yeah. Awesome. Cool, cool. Well, welcome to Lost Talks Podcast, guys. We appreciate you for hopping you for on today. Us. Thank you for having us. We really yeah, appreciate man. it. Yeah, um, man. As, as you know, we've been kind of engaging with you guys a little bit with some of your work mm. and whatnot. So um, we just decided, you know, why not reach out and, uh, you know, get to hear your story a little bit and what you guys are doing in the city and even outside of the city and, uh, you know, kind of. What what our podcast is for is for other creatives to listen to so that they can, you know, find a bit of inspiration or motivation to, you know, just get out there and do what they have to do to create and make content yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, again, thank you. Thank you for coming on today. Really appreciate it, guys. Um, so let's get started with a little bit of like your background. Like, how did you guys get into shooting or did you were you always shooting or did, did you do something else before? Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know anyone. Yeah, either or. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know the hard part. Whoever wants to answer, go for it. Yeah, and then you can bounce off each other. For sure. Uh, yeah. Initially, I actually wanted to be a recording artist. Like I was, uh, I was, I was doing a bit of hip hop, a little bit of rap. Cool. Uh, but my true passion, I guess, was was film, and it took me like a few years to really discover it. I um, I started. Really, like, I got into the filmmaking process in 2014. I'm still fairly new at this, like, about six years in. Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, as much as I love music, I mean, I love scores. I love, you know, pretty much, like, hip-hop, R&B, um, pop rock and all that stuff. Um, filmmaking is just, I don't know, it's just, that's that's my number one passion, I would say. Cool. Yeah, um, likewise. And um, we ended up uh, meeting through, together through a corporate gig. And uh, we just hit it off. Like um, we're both very passionate about film and um, we have like a, a lot of our idols and uh, mentors that we, uh, we, we both have in common. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, Hey man, let's just uh, put our two minds together and see what we can do with it. And it also alleviates a lot of uh, work, uh, the workload. And um, especially when you have a lot of pieces moving on set, um, it's always good to have a, a partner in crime to, to help out, you know, so right. um, it's been about uh, four years now, four or five years that we've been working together. Um, I think uh, it's probably one of the better things that ha- that's happened to me in my life. I know I've had a, uh, I come from humble beginnings and a you know, tough life. So um, to finally uh, put all my energy into something that I'm really panish- uh, passionate about, uh, especially with uh, someone that's very like-minded um even though we're two polar opposites as people <laughs> uh, yeah. we we really mesh well together and um yeah so the rest is history and uh, history is continuing to write itself nice so yeah that's this is where we are right now and uh, we're just on the grind when, awesome. when you guys collaborate like how do you how does it work are you two both directing or does one of you shoot and you, the other so, directs or 
Yeah, it really depends. I mean, uh, we really feed off each other. So if I feel like he's taking the lead on something, um, I let him do it or like, you know, vice versa. And uh, in between takes, we always say like, hey, I think we can improve in this area. So it's like we really work together. And sometimes, you know, when uh, one of us has an idea or is really determined with a specific uh, way we want to shoot this, so either or takes the lead. So, uh, but mainly uh, I, I got to give uh, um, tip my hat off to Fatty. He's uh, the genius out of all of this. I'm just uh, riding his uh, <laughs> coattails. Oh, you're, you're the genius, bro. You're yeah. the genius. Bro. I'm, I'm just... Uh... No, he's uh, he's he's definitely well versed uh, <laughs> technically uh, okay. with cameras and stuff, and uh, especially with editing. And um, I, I learn a lot. I learn every day. Every time I'm on set, we learn something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and he te- he's been teaching me. Like uh, he's 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 I'd say he's my mentor. You know, so um, I'm very humbled that uh, he took me under his wing. And uh, it's just uh, it's, like I said, it's just the beginning. So. So, so one of you is more creative and the other is more technical. Is it like that kind of dynamic? Uh, no, or? not not really. I think we're both creative. Okay. Uh, he's he's just really on the technical side, like um, okay, on see. how cameras work and stuff. So, right. uh, Every time I have any technical questions uh, or right. my camera is not working, and uh, like he knows everything like the back of his hand. He's very knowledgeable. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Teamwork makes a dream work. Now, I, I think I think we're pretty much like every time we write a treatment or we write a screenplay, we kind of like bounce ideas off each other and kind of like fight until we get somewhere like w- where we find a common ground and then yeah. boom, we push it to um, to the project, to the artist, to the label, to the management, all, all the good stuff. So, yeah. Is it is it music videos you guys mainly do or is it more like, um, you films too? Yeah, I mean, I guess... Uh, most of our work has been music videos, um, but we're slowly transitioning uh, into more film and uh, right. more narrative-based projects, uh, documentaries. Um, that's really where our passion lies. You know, um, right. I'm not saying we'll, we'll stop doing music videos. We'll always do it because we have a crazy passion for music, right. um, and uh, we like to tell stories uh, with really, really good uh, music behind it. So, um, yeah, I mean. But I think our future lies more into into narrative film, based feature films, short films, documentaries. So, so that's like um, the long game. Like you're planning on doing yeah, films, it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we'll never let go of like the music yeah. uh, music yeah. video business because you know, um, you know, with more notoriety, more opportunity, bigger artists. So mm-hmm. uh, we're hoping we can you know eventually get to that uh, to that place where it'll be a good problem to have like. Yeah, which, for sure. Which project do we need to let go so we can get this done? You know. Yeah. So, so I saw you guys were um, you guys recently just shot a short film, correct? Yes, yes. that's right. Um, that's right. So yeah, how, what was 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 that the first uh, short film you guys have shot together as a duo, or have you guys worked on some before that as well? Yeah, this is the first narrative one. Yeah, okay, first okay, one okay. that has uh, an actor with a, a, a evolving story. Okay. Can you guys tell us a little bit about that project? Because I saw some of the clips and some of the stuff you guys have been putting out um, to the public recently. And I'm liking the vibe. Like, um, it look it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, some Quentin Tarantino type of stuff. It has a nice look to it. So, um, you guys able to tell us a little bit about that project and how, how that is going? I think you guys are in the editing process, right? Oh, I uh, really appreciate it. I actually dropped today. On, oh, sick. Uh, it's on YouTube. And um, we're, we're having a few little issues with Vimeo, um, but yeah. we should be back up in the next few hours, hopefully. But, uh, but yeah, Sick. little, little technical difficulties. Um, okay. It's actually about, um, it, it's, it's about like a, an amateur musician who's like, 
who becomes obsessed with his craft with that perfect sound. And this obsession turns into madness and uh, has a cool little twist towards yeah. the end. So. Nice. We, um, we kind of uh, connected with this really, um, really talented kid named uh, Aiden Grossman. He's, a, he's actually a drummer, a musician. He also uh, has, a, he's an aspiring actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fatty kind of like created this story based around um, who he is. And uh, it, what's cool is to see uh, how we created something, something actually I find really, really cool. And I think we'll push the brown boundaries of uh, short films and creativity because it's really unorthodox uh, if we compare it to other type of short films out there it, it doesn't follow the conventional flow of, of, of filming um, and I find uh, Aiden, Aiden really brought his A-game and uh, Fatty edited, uh, edited it in a way that uh, I think will make us stand out you know we've been accepted to a few film festivals already it's just the beginning nice. yeah yeah um, we've uh, been featured on some blogs uh, some really big short film blogs um, nice now, that's something that we're really proud of as well. And uh, we're going to campaign this until I think it's, we're going to campaign it for a full year because short film festivals are like kind of spread out throughout uh, throughout the year. Yeah. And, 12 months. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You guys shoot it this year? Yeah, we shot it actually. Uh, last month. Yeah, last month. Yeah. How was that with the whole COVID thing? Was it a completely different process or it was? Kinda- yeah, it was a bit complicated, but you know, we were only three people on set. We try to keep it really oh, okay. small. It was just me, Fatty, and the actor. Uh, okay. We is a really, really indie style. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, we had to make do. We needed to stay creative in, uh, in these tough times. And um, I think for a while, me and him were going kind of stir crazy inside our houses, not being able to <laughs> film or to work. So, yeah. uh, Fatty decided, you know what? I'm just going to start writing. Yeah. No, it's, that's that's good to do. That makes that makes complete sense, man. You know, like why why sit around and not do anything, right? Exactly. You might yeah. as well uh, make something out of nothing, right? Yeah, like what we were doing during like the quarantine, since since it was pretty hard to get more like get clients, we were just doing more YouTube stuff, like stuff we can produce ourselves for mm-hmm. our channel, right? So yeah, we kind of focus on that. Yeah, we've hopped on the last few months. We were doing now, we're doing some reactions and then we have some tutorials that we do as well. We just did a we just did a movie reaction to uh, Hereditary today, which is pretty lit. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, man. Great, great movie. Um, The the first act, the first act is just killing me. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Great film. So depressing. Yeah. (laughs) And disturbing. Closer to the end. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I find that they really did a good job with that. It's uh, completely different from a lot of um, other movies I find. And uh, the actors brought it. Yeah. Yeah. The acting was really good. And uh, yeah, the director, uh, Ari Aster. Yeah. Really, really talented. I, I love his second project too, uh, Midsummer. I don't know. If yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, we've seen Midsummer. Yeah, we cult like <laughs> that yeah, one yeah. is beautiful to me. Like I really love that that uh, that project just because of the colors and yeah. um, just the camera movement and yeah. just the the score and how creepy it is. And you know, it just gives you the chills just listening yeah, to some with, of the music. Without a good score, I find um, a, a lot of these films are lacking in that extra oomph. You know, that little that that it, it kind of changes yeah. everything. So yeah. that's why we we really rely heavily on like, uh, well, fatty music. Does anyways, music and, um, yeah. and sound effects and trying yeah. to make it as real as possible. I think uh, being able to incorporate both uh, uh, sound, soundtrack, score, and uh, uh, cinematic uh, scenes, it's, it's, it's really important. It, it kind of 
gives the viewer a good feeling of the environment that we're filming in. So mm -hmm. uh, it's it's definitely something that um, uh, we find is lacking in a lot of the film industry. Not a lot of the film industry, more of the indie film indie films. I get you, yeah. Like at our level that we're currently in. Yeah, know, I so. feel you. Yeah, sound okay. is definitely like underestimated when for sure. yeah for smaller budget stuff. Like definitely want to invest more into like sound design and and just better quality like on location sound mm -hmm. um because yeah no if the visuals are great but it sounds like crap then you know it's yeah it's, it's unwashed it's, it's unwashed yeah it's pointless right? so and, you and need to bring yeah. it in every aspect it's yeah because uh, you know i think um film has evolved and also the viewer has evolved since you know uh, we have tablets and 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 laptops and phones everything it's really readily accessible for anybody at this point so everyone it's is an actual critic in their own way uh and um it's i true. feel like they're able to catch those things that are just off really mm -hmm. quickly even kids these days like uh, i show sometimes some of my projects to like my little brothers and stuff you know mm -hmm. and like they can catch certain things like oh you know there's something there, I, I see what you did here that's really cool so i feel like we need to bring it in every aspect so there's a lot of pressure and uh you know we learn from mistakes and other people's <laughs> mistakes as well yeah i feel like the standard for video has has gone up like crazy over the last mm -hmm. decade when you think about it because it's like even like youtube like starting on youtube in 2007 like the videos look, look terrible yeah the audio was terrible but no one cared now when yeah. your audio is like kind of like slightly off people are like yo your audio yeah. is bad yeah we yeah. We, we got a yeah. comment you know what i mean we got a comment on one of our <laughs> yeah. videos because uh and we knew our audio was bad we were having audio issues and we decided you know what let's just put out the video anyways mm -hmm. and literally we got a comment someone's like yo the, the audio is kind of trash <laughs> and we're like shit <laughs> we're like thanks for the feedback we know yeah, we, we know we it was need, garbage we need that feedback you know we need yeah. that it's, it's like uh, yeah. it's very important because exactly. if no one says anything then you're kind of stuck like okay well I guess I'm doing everything right but exactly exactly yeah. um so uh just to learn a little bit more just about you guys individually as well are you guys both from toronto originally outside of toronto elsewhere um how did that start um, so so uh i'm from i was born and raised in montreal okay uh, i do a lot of back and forth to toronto i'm actually moving permanently to toronto i was supposed to do it this summer but covid yeah kind of screwed everything up and yeah um, delayed me for next spring, maybe even uh, January, February. So I'll be I'll be in Toronto full time as of next year. But hey, man, I've been I've I've invested a lot of money and time and just to make sure that I'm at the projects, uh, either airplane fare, hotel stay, gas, awesome, sleeping man. in my car. Sick. Like uh, I'm 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 there for the work and um, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm from Montreal and um, fatty. Yeah, um, I was actually born in Russia, moved here when I was nine years old, uh, actually, sorry, uh, to Montreal originally. Mm -hmm. um, and then, well, yeah, I grew up in Montreal, like, uh, that's how I met Shudder, and uh, moved out here, like, uh, about four years ago. Okay. And that's, that's the story. All right, sick. Yeah. Sick. So, so we're, we're relatively, uh, relatively new, but we're not too new. You know, we've been yeah. in the Toronto scene for a while. Uh, we're trying to break that barrier in Toronto mm -hmm. as well, so... Um, Sick. yeah yeah uh, yeah sick um how so what how was i gonna say this so for toronto let's talk about toronto now sure. um how do you guys feel about what's going on in like the art community or you know the scene if you will so when it comes to film or music videos yeah. or even music um how do you guys feel about the what's going on in the city right now 
there's a crazy amount of talent, like so many talented filmmakers in Toronto. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, as far as like, uh, kind of like, I, I guess the budgets, right? I mean, that, that's what people want to know. It's like yeah. a little bit divided because, yeah, you know, like we have like our grand system and so on, but it's, it's, it's a little bit tricky because we notice, right? I mean, most of the folks that get the grants are already on the label. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you know, it's a little bit tougher for independent artists and, and technically labels should kind of like dish out the cash in order to fund their artists, but you still see the yeah. factor tag and yeah. a yeah. still need the same names, you know. And, yeah. and we yeah. kind of we kind of realized that a lot yeah. of the people on the panel either work for um, like production companies or yeah. uh, like PRs for labels and so it's like I would kind of see that the, the the money is going like in the same circle, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it's tough to break. I mean, we've worked for agencies, we've we've worked on some big budgets. Um, uh, it's it's very cutthroat. Um, you know, agencies kind of treat directors as uh, I, I'm not going to say they they treat us badly. They treat us gr- really good. Obviously, the opportunity is there, but um, like the way the payouts are done and and. Uh, the amount of work that's needed for us on our end it's 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 a lot okay. but we do it mainly for opportunity i think a lot of people do it for opportunity um and uh it's just something that we'll have to to deal with and to work past and, and keep on creating and just never giving up um and i think you know what we'll, we'll work like there's that saying where you'll work 10 years to get that one opportunity that can yeah. change your life so Absolutely. uh we just will never yeah. give up and to answer your other question, the creatives in Toronto, I mean, I've never seen such a vibrant city uh, with so many multifaceted, talented people in every different aspect. Um, music scene is booming. Uh, crazy talented artists that are, have almost no recognition. Yeah, And it's crazy because yeah, sometimes so you listen to their songs and like if this was on the radio, it would be a number one platinum hit, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I feel like there should be a bit more exposure uh, and uh, not just for mu- uh, musical artists, but I think for directors as well. I think uh, directors get a, um, it's it's really a tough job because um, some mu- musical artists don't really know the type of work that goes into shooting a, a music video and right. uh, not just uh, showing up and, and filming that day, but uh, producing it and setting it up and making sure everybody's yep. ready and all the venues are booked. Um, looking for stylists, makeup artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, you know, it's it's a that's a lot of work, and, and that's just the first part. The, the the hardest part is the editing and the coloring yeah. and making yeah. sure that the customer is happy, right? So yeah, it's a it's a very tough tough industry, um, and only the tough survive. And yep. we've been here for five six years, and I don't think we're gonna go anywhere anytime soon. Um, it's just a grind, man. Yeah, like for any, sure. Like any other business, it's just uh, you really gotta is. take the nose and keep on grinding. Amen to that. <laughs> Facts, man. <laughs> Facts. Do you want to say? Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, no, I, I forgot what okay. I was gonna say actually. Um, Sorry. so basically, <laughs> so basically, I was just gonna ask you then. So when it comes to the artists as well, do you feel like it is important then for them to kind of understand what's going on in the back end, or is that too much for us as directors to be asking? I think communication is definitely key. So like, I, I would definitely, like, I definitely like breaking things down for artists, just, mm-hmm. just so we're all on the same page. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, this is what we're going to do. This is how long it might take. This is what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. um, setting expectations yeah. is definitely yeah, sure. uh, 
part of uh, any customer service, right? We yep. were offering a service. So customer service is definitely something that's important. Um, but uh, I also feel like, uh, you know, we take the time to understand what, what a musical artist has to go through uh, in terms of, you know, paying for studio time, writing the lyrics, uh, mm. paying for paying for a beat, uh, you know, paying for promo, paying for music video. So we know there's a lot of money that goes into, into let's say, one song so that we it's can true. see the final product and for people to see it. Um, so, you know, I, I, I feel like it would be good if, you know, musical artists would understand, you know, what we have to go through as well to, to get to that final product. But you know what? That's just the way the business is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't yeah. really take things too personal. Uh, we just like uh, roll with the punches and, yep. like I said, just grind keep it, it out. Yeah, yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep it moving, keep basically. Keep it moving. Don't out. stop shooting. Keep it moving, man. Until that that big opportunity comes for yeah. sure. So let's Absolutely. let's get to the not the nitty gritty, but you know, let's let's <laughs> let's uh, hear about not so great experiences that you have had. Um, so yeah, what kind of experiences are bad or even good if you want to talk about them too? But we'd like to hear both sides. Have you had with clients or other artists, say you're shooting music video or anybody even in the industry so far? Like, let's talk about some of those tougher days as well. Oh, for <laughs> so, sure. So how about we do like this? So uh, uh, Fatty, <laughs> you do one good and one bad, and then I'll do one good and one bad, and we'll see if our stories line up. Okay, sick. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. Should I start with the bad one? I'll start with the bad one, yeah. sure. So um, uh, we're supposed to shoot. Um, actually, don't, like, like, don't name, don't name any names. When no, with no names, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah. unless no you're names. savage. Like. <laughs> unless you don't care, but you know. No, no, yeah, I know. It's just people don't like to. We're of not course, types yeah. Of guys. Yeah, we yeah. We're on our toes, right? But yeah, sorry, Absolutely. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, so um, we were planning a music video for um, for for a hip hop artist, and um, we wanted to film it in Miami in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. So um, so so everything was planned out except for. One little detail, because because the artist had to fly to Fort Lauderdale about a week before us or so, which is fine. It's totally normal. I mean, you know, he handles his business and so on. And um, so everything went well. Like, you know, they sent oh, us yeah. all the information. I, I yeah, remember this. I remember that, okay? <laughs> they sent us all the information, um, all the tickets and all the good stuff. So we show up to the airport. Uh, the flight was at like five in the morning. So yeah, we so we were there at like three. And so we yeah. had slept, basically. You know, we, we were just super exhausted yeah. tired anyway pretty much and we have like a bunch of gear we have um, like a bunch of lenses cameras the lighting all sorts of all sorts of like cool big funky stuff and um yeah so we try to scan our passports and uh i don't know something's not working <laughs> and we're like we're pretty much ready to board the the flight and uh we have to ask a clerk like hey what's going on we uh we can't seem to you know like get on the plane so she, so it's taking a bit of time. She's verifying everything with the airline. It's like, oh, uh, you guys don't have any, uh, you know, plane ticket. I'm like, oh, really? How come? I have a confirmation via email. I was like, yeah, the payment was bounced back. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh man. So, so, you so yeah. So we kind of like, you know, sent them. Uh, they, they weren't answering um, their yeah. phone because you know it's like two in the morning or whatever. And uh, we said, listen, like you guys didn't pay the tickets, so we're going back home. We're not going to stay yeah. in the airport, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they called us back saying you're unprofessional. Uh, you don't know how to do work. And we're like, um, look, we followed every every direction you gave us. We showed up to the airport at the time you said to be there. We yeah. showed our passports, and they said your your payment got bounced. So we're not the ones unprofessional. That That's on you. Exactly. 
and we never worked with that person ever. Yeah, exactly. They tried, yeah, yeah, they tried. Like their management hit us up. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, we didn't mean to do that. It's just a you know a, a mistake, right? Like, like. Yeah, like if they didn't respond like that, it would have been okay. Maybe they sort well, it out, we, we and confirmed. you guys fly out. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. confirmed like several times. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure and, it's ready? You know. And and then yeah. the management like tries to do the you know like the aggressive negotiations. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm like, there's only so much we could do to help you guys out, right? I mean, look, we tried. We got to the airport. We couldn't get on the flight. That's it. That's all. I mean, yeah, hey, exactly. We, we did our best, right? Yeah, so, exactly. and, then, and then we like <laughs> kind of saw some pictures of where we were gonna stay, and they were like, thank, thank the Lord. That was like the film god saying, look, you know, like, we're trying to give you a break here. We're so. gonna protect you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's hilarious. So yeah, let's hear let's hear a good one then, Fatty. Oh, let's hear a good one. Another story about um, this one. You can name names. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll go with Miami. Um, one of the coolest experiences we had uh, the chance to work with Kreisha Turner. Oh, cool! And, uh, it was a song. It was it was it was an artist named Keiko Neal from New York, uh, featuring Kreisha Turner. Incredible song. Uh, yeah. Incredible vibe. Beautiful visuals. Like we really loved the experience. Yeah, she was um, she was amazing to she work was awesome, with. And- yeah super super talented like uh we had no no problems with her at all she was super nice uh, obviously we're in miami um i think this was about uh, three years ago yeah and what was cool is we were supposed to be there for a four-day stay and mm. uh back home uh eastern you know canada there was like a two-day snowstorm that poured down like 60 centimeters so all the planes were all the all the flights were canceled and mm-hmm. the artists had to kind of cover an extra two day stay at the hotel because wow, you know, it's, it's well, they're nice us, enough right? to do that. So, yeah, uh, cool. we couldn't fly back, and uh, it was uh, we took advantage. So. Yeah, you yeah. got to. Uh, hey, it's yeah. it's nice story. that they did that. I'm not yeah. judging you. Yeah, it, was, it, was on, it was during spring break, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was pretty good. We saw some uh, some really uh, some nice things. <laughs> it's Miami. It's Miami. <laughs> absolutely that's, that's hilarious yeah all right um, um so, so my my uh, my two stories i'd yeah, say no um well we worked with like a, a multi was a gold or platinum artist um from toronto i won't name any names uh oh, yeah. artist uh it was just you know from from the get-go i, I we thought it was going to be a great opportunity um, and and it, I, you know, great exposure, uh, radio play, uh, good song with a known artist from um, from Miami as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, another platinum platinum singer, and um, it was just you know I think it was cursed from the beginning. Um, you know, we showed up on set. Uh, I think it was one of the first days. We ended up waiting like um, uh, three hours outside her condo. Jeez. Uh, she was getting ready. Uh, we had uh, reservations at this racetrack um, with like uh, Lamborghinis and Ferraris and like a stunt driver. And uh, we wow. were late for that and they ended up just leaving. Wow. So we drove all the way um, to like Ni- almost Niagara. Uh, it was like a race, uh, racing uh, racetrack. So um, yeah. yeah, so we missed that. And then we had to kind of improvise on the fly on how to film it. And, you know, sometimes it's like uh, certain artists that have like uh, confidence issues um, kind of make our jobs a, a, a little harder because yes. uh, when they see the final product in the end and um, they're just not happy with the way they look, they kind of We've uh, dealt with that. Yeah. Bl- blame us. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we yeah. can't really control the way they look on camera, you know, like yeah. 
we can, we can do our best to give the best angles. Yeah. Um, but we can't physically change the way you look. Yeah. So uh, exactly. that was also a, an issue. And it, it was just like, a, it was like a, a, a snowballing effect. It just kept on getting worse and worse and worse. And it was affecting other work. And uh, so, yeah, we uh, ended up having just to give her foot, to give her the footage because we couldn't really deal with uh, oh, her wow. crazy she demands. Gave it. And uh, we, we said, you know what, look, you're going to have to like, uh, regardless, um, we shot this. This was our idea. We took the time. We invested money in this. Um, you're going to have to put our name on the video, regardless who ends up editing it. So exactly. This is, this, you know, this is ours. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Wow. So, uh, Spiteful. So, you know, we had to kind of take it down yep. um, until until it was fixed. Wow. Because, you know, um, uh, I feel like if you let people walk all over you in this industry, um, they'll continue to do it. So I think you need to so like, put your front foot, uh, your best foot forward and say, hey, like this is this is the way I draw the line. So, exactly. Um, so yeah, um, it was uh, it was a bad experience all in all. Yeah, but uh, it comes with the game, you know. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. So now we're gonna just hear about your good story, Shutter, and then um, yeah, and there's, then... there's so many. There's Let's so many. Good. Um, <laughs> Let's pick one. I think I think my favorite, my favorite uh, good story was um, uh, when we went to LA to shoot a couple music videos, and uh, we really did it guerrilla style. Mm-hmm. Um, just run and gun. Uh, we didn't have any concept whatsoever. We just really used the city vibe. Um, and uh, both projects came out amazing. Mm. Um, it's just a magical place. Uh, I just love being there. I love going there. Um, so easy to create over there. You can just shoot at practically any random street corner and it'll look yeah. like a million bucks. So nice. That's wild. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, there's so many, but I think that's one that really stands out. It was one of the first times I actually went to LA uh, for, for for work, like mm-hmm. to create something. I've, I've been there on vacation before, but never actually had the opportunity to film something. And, uh, you know, you feel something when you're out there because every, everything happens there. Any, anything that means anything or holds any weight happens in Hollywood, you know? So, um yeah, man, gave us a lot of inspiration for what uh, for what we want in our um, in our future plans. You know, nice man, nice. So yeah, that was my first time in LA. Uh, Shutter, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's yeah, um, yeah we uh, we are always looking for it. Like like LA is definitely magical. We always find these like very vintage retro locations, kind of remind us of the '60s, which is a beautiful era, especially mm-hmm. if you like Mad Men and things yes. like that. So it's like yeah. we're able to capture like some really good magic. Awesome. And we ate a lot of Wingstop. Our first time eating Wingstop. So we're like, yeah. you know, uh, I think we went for lunch and supper one night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Wingstop>. <laughs> Twice cool. in one day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pepper wings. So we we haven't um we haven't traveled outside of Canada yet for work. We're we're in talks right now, which is kind of funny with COVID and everything right now. Um oh. with some clients to actually go to the States and shoot some stuff over there. Um, but, uh, what was, what was that like? So did you guys have already meet this client? What was that relationship? Like, how did you get that job? Um, I don't know if you guys know, uh, this artist named, um, it's a long shot, but, uh, Sola. So Uh, you ever hear of Darren Falana? No, I don't believe so. Okay. So they're Uh, just, uh, some, he's just a really, really good artist that I don't know if he makes music anymore, but like at the time he was some really really good music and also this girl named jelly to fly mm-hmm. 
Um, she was featured on both the tracks and uh, it, like like one of the main reasons why we decided to take the gig was uh, was because of the music. It was just fire. Yeah, super hot. Yeah, right. Um, um, yeah. Amazing production, amazing uh, lyrics and just the whole flow, the vibe, it just fit LA and that's why we pitched it um, with the LA vibe, you know? So, oh, okay. and, and they, they said, yeah, let's do it. We'll fly you out, play, pay for your stay. And, um, you know, uh, the next time we went to LA, it's like, we kind of had a, a, a feel to what we wanted to do already, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, it just set up the next project, okay. but, um, great city. Awesome city for sure. Yeah. I can't wait to be able to shoot out there as well. I feel like it would be very, um, inspirational just being in a new place, yeah. seeing new Absolutely. things that are new to you, at least, you know what I mean? For sure. And, uh, being I, able I, to explore. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it. Um, just the, the, it's like this feeling you get when you're creating in LA and knowing that like eventually if you really want to take it to the next level, you might have to sacrifice everything just to go there and mm -hmm. give it your yeah. all. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, it's inspiring. It's scary. Uh, it's intimidating. Uh, it's a really big city, very smoggy. Uh, yeah. Everyone's blazing up. Everyone's eating chicken and waffles. It's like, Don't. You know, so yeah, it's it's everyone's you can find nice blood at any corner of the street practically. Like I said, everyone's blazing. Everyone's super nonchalant, very kind um, until you get to Venice. Then you start seeing the crazies. Yeah, mm -hmm. Venice, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, that's my dream. I think we both both of our dream is to be based make out of LA. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah you want to yeah. go there full time eh yeah okay full time we just want to make sure we have some weight to our name yeah. um and then once we do and we have some like uh, some type of vibe or wave uh we're definitely gonna pull the trigger and um, and go so in that case your focus you've been trying to shoot as much in la as possible then kind of build that foundation uh actually we've been trying to really own in our vibe in like in, in, in Toronto, oh, okay. you know, we want to have a, a name and the city that we're working right, out right, of right. first. Um, I don't think we'll be able to make our name out there until we do something really important out here. So, I see. Okay. um, cause it's hard, it's hard to way. just yeah. transition to LA without yeah. having any weight to your name, you know? So, mm -hmm. cause there's yeah. so many talented yeah. artists in LA as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. There's going to be more competition there. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Even, like it's cutthroat here oh god there's even worse like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like especially the film industry especially yeah. the film yeah. industry. yeah that's where it, that's where it lives and breathes pretty much like other yeah other than yeah. here other than here like and we're the second in north america yeah. it's like yeah. la yeah, here yeah, and a little bit new york that's, that's so a, true that's so yeah. true absolutely yeah. we're, we're like the true. second stop other than la um so yeah um just going off of shooting with other artists and stuff like that. How have you guys gone about getting clients? Is that some, are a lot of people reaching out to you? Are you guys reaching out to people, labels hitting you up? How, how does that work usually for you guys? That's actually a very good question. Um, usually like we, we definitely try to reach out to like, uh, to like artist labels who, who we really feel that are extremely talented, who, you know, who might appreciate maybe, um, like a different vibe that we can maybe provide or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, like usually if, 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 if you release like one, one like very exciting and original or, or just like a fun, good looking project, it kind of attracts like other, other clients and so on. It's almost like a chain reaction. So that's how we, we were able to maybe get, go from one gig to another. 
mm-hmm. word of mouth, I guess, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Makes blogs. sense. Like, yeah, you guys like push that. social media like a lot, a lot more than yeah. other directors for sure. Like I noticed, some directors are not even on social media. You guys use social media to your advantage. I've yeah, seen like it. very much so, like Instagram. Yeah, I bet I bet you get a lot of like leads on Instagram. I'm assuming because that's like yeah. kind of where it's uh, definitely a, a good chunk of it. Yeah. Um, the other, I'd say like 20, 30 percent yeah. is uh, us. You know, um, networking and, okay. and reaching Sick. out and harassing agencies and harassing <laughs> yeah. labels and harassing people i wouldn't say harassing but you know we'd like to send our, our most latest work our new demo reel yep. um and you know what like we've had people say no like 10 times yep. and then on the 11th time they said yeah because mm-hmm. we were just persistent and we ended up getting a few like 15 20 dollars gigs out of it so oh. um wow. it's a combination of so many things it's like like what I said before, it's really being on the grind. It's like you cannot let up. And and you know what, Fatty, uh, I have to tip my hat off to him. He is he never gives up. This guy is always like on his social media posting. Mm-hmm. Uh, every look we get, he's always trying to promote it. Um, oh, I I do have it some work. Well. Yeah, well, I have <laughs> yeah, some work sure. to do. I have some work to do on that end. I, I know sometimes I'm not always as active as I should be. Yeah. Um, but at least one of us is. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but Fatty really, um, because of his constant online presence, has uh, gotten us a lot of gigs. So um, it's it just word of mouth, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. That's the reality. Enough, yeah. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's never enough. It's obviously how we, that's how we found you guys on Instagram. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I had another question just regarding your videos that you guys actually do make. Um, sure. And actually we could, we could talk about some other stuff too after that I just thought about, but uh, you guys, I like the consistent aesthetic that you guys have. Like mm-hmm. I can usually tell if I watch a video that it's yours. Oh, you know really what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah. not many yeah. people know how to do that. You know, we struggled um, throughout the years trying to figure out, uh, uh, our identity mm-hmm. in a way um the industry kind of likes that really clean aesthetic yeah. very uh sharp hd style uh yeah. not too complicated not too much narrative so we we try to do it that way and then fatty's like i don't i i just this is just not me man yeah He's, yeah. he's very inspired, heavily inspired by his 50s, 60s, 70s film era. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, take it away. Tell him why. Oh, I, I just kind of like, I'm a huge fan. Like, like, obviously, like, I grew up in the 90s, so like, I'm a huge fan of that, that era. Like, I love, I love some Spike Jones, uh, Darren Aronofsky, nice. uh, Quentin Tarantino's early yeah. work, uh, mm-hmm. Nicholas Winding Refn. I try to bring that to the music world. Like, obviously, not everyone would like it. I understand. I understand. Like, yeah, you know, the clean pop look, but yeah. Film, that's yeah, man. I don't know. That's that's that. just what I grew up on. That's what Shutter loves too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys could yes. probably like, you know, like you guys are probably in love with that as well. I yeah. mean, I don't know. It's just that that's 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 the aesthetic that we're trying to bring. Yeah. To it, the it, it, there's a crazy. It's like a a, a visual texture that mm-hmm. you yeah. can separate from a, a lot of directors out in Toronto these days. Um, you know, like. We're we're very uh, uh, traditional in a sense in the way film like we we like to use tripods, uh, we like to use traditional angle shots. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not too much into the handheld like gimbals. Uh, 
swing from back. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's, that's what everyone's giving. doing now, right? They just <laughs> yeah. they shoot the whole thing on a gimbal. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Sometimes it works well, but it's just I notice it's I, everyone's doing that now. And yeah. what happens? It loses just, its charm. What happens to classic way of shooting films on on sticks and and yeah. dollies and stuff like that? Like you know, that's good. We that's good. Uh, we we like yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Fatty. Oh yeah, and no, just just to add to that, and we uh, we we really like traditional, like very ultra wide lenses, um, like 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 a good example is maybe like Roger Deakins, like you know when you watch Blade mm. Runner, everything's like wide, mm-hmm. yeah, all the close ups yeah. are wide, and and I guess like some folks don't like it because it distorts your face, right, you know what I mean? Right. But but there's definitely like a certain artistic side to it, especially when you watch like I don't know like one of uh, one of our favorite films, uh, Do the Right Thing. Spike Lee. Yes. yes. But, you know, when you see the close up, you see the face and the camera. Yeah. It's just incredible. I, know, yeah. I don't know. We love that. Yeah. What, what's your favorite focal length to shoot on? Is there, do you have a specific range uh, or one? Do you like. Shutter? Go ahead. I, I don't know. I like 35, 30. Yeah. Okay. Like 30 millimeters. Classic uh, one. Yeah. It, it really depends. I mean, uh, something like at a certain point, we were doing a lot of fisheye stuff because we just so that's love like really that wide. Yeah. Super wide. Like, yeah. Capture everything on the side. That's like 90s yeah. skate video, like vibes. Like kinda, yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we think we have a wide variety of lenses. Yeah. Like, for sure, for like sure. a lot more than we're two. Right. So I have my gear and then he has his gear. So it's like when we put them together on set, yeah. it's a, it's a lot. So, you know, I've, nice. I've seen some people on set uh, shooting some music videos and like they show up with like one camera set up, uh, one lens, mm-hmm. and that's what's being used the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So it's like you got to give people different like aspects and, and a different vibe, you know. Um, but that's what separates, uh, I'd say, um, people that are very passionate and don't do it for the money and then people that do it for the money. Yeah. Yes. Cause we're, we're honestly, we're not in this for the money. I'm just like letting you guys know, we don't, we, we do a lot of projects that are for free just because, yeah. um, believe that the, it's, it's, it's something that we're passionate about. And it's also maybe opportunity. Uh, you know, it's, some people do it for the money, so it kind of compromises the artistic way and, and yeah. the time and effort that's put into it. I feel so. like if you're in it for the money, you're not going to make it that far because starting out, you're not going to get huge bags. You know, you're, mm. you're going you're gonna to get small budgets. You're going to get sure. stuff that's probably barely going to pay the bills. And you if know? you're already thinking about like squeezing out as much as you can from those small budgets, like it's just not going to work because you're not going to build like long lasting yeah, relationships. Sure. Yeah, like you know, yeah. like starting out, if if we were to get five hundred to a thousand bucks, for example, something small, we would probably just take that money and put it back into the video. Exactly. To like absolutely pay for, sure. for to to, and to then get some. that production and then put in your own money too. We, yeah, we've done that in the past. Done. We put like, our own yeah. money. We, we've done too. that. If we that we only do that if we really like the artist yeah. and we see them going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, or they already are going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, totally. Like if you're in, in it for the money, you're probably not going to make it that far because it's yeah. gonna, it's a couple years grind before you really start seeing well, we've seen, proper money. We, we've seen some directors that, you know, had like a hundred music videos in a, in a year with like some big yeah. names. Now they're doing like weddings. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, Jesus. You know, it's like, um, it, and I don't blame them. Like, don't get me wrong. People got to pay bills. Yep. People got to put food on the table. Yep. Um, this is something that, you know, they see an opportunity to make money uh, with something that they love to do. Yeah. But like I said, sometimes that just compromises the work and, and it doesn't take you as far as it should. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, guys. If any director see this, I'm not hating on you. I respect the hustle. <laughs> uh, keep on doing you. Um, yeah. 
it's just it's just the reality that we live in, especially with COVID right now. A lot of people, you know, losing their jobs. Yep. People yeah. got to find a way to make money. So uh, I don't knock on that hustle whatsoever. Yeah, I can't hit on that at all. I, I, I agree. Um, I feel like I, as tough as it is right now, even for me and us in our company, where it's just like we're not getting as many clients as we we used to, but we're, you know, slowly getting back into mm. things and we're just trying to make content. And even though we don't have a bunch of money in our pockets or even even in the company, we don't have all, all this money sitting waiting for mm. us. Um, I will say, like, I really just love making shit. You know what I mean? And that's what it's about at the end of the day for me. And I don't really mind. Is. I don't mind just making that. shit until however long I need to, you know? Mm-hmm. Until life does yeah. get serious, and then maybe I have to look at a wedding, but hopefully not. Yeah, not everyone wakes up successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. a lot of people have, are fortunate to wake up, and your your parents are rich. And, but yeah. um, a lot of these people that are rich had to start somewhere, had to grind it out, had to yeah. sacrifice, and you know what? That's that's what we need to use as motivation yeah. and and lift, uplift each other because it's like I find that it's always a competition, especially in Toronto. Everyone's trying to be better. It's, mm-hmm. it's not about who's better. It's about who's putting in the work and how we can rise up as a community to, to, yeah. to empower other people like exactly. us exactly. to follow their dreams. And you know what? Maybe one day me and Fatty are going to sit here with you guys mm-hmm. in 10 years from now and you guys got your own YouTube show with like a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. uh, it, what separates people is the amount of work that's put in, yep. you know? Yep, exactly. Uh, and the idea. Idea is very important. So. Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, that's good. You know, hope, hope people are listening to the, to the wise words <laughs> from you as well. So that's uh, great. Um, let's talk about gear. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> what do you What are you guys shooting on? What are you What are you using right now? You guys, I know you guys have your own gear uh, separately, individually. But what are you guys doing? We're, what are you guys using? We're We're into that voodoo stuff. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, black black magic oh, okay uh, nice okay, okay. <laughs> black magic yeah we um yeah we really love the ursa mini pro that's like a gorgeous little camera um we, we also like the the black magic pocket cinema cameras especially the original one the very first one the 1080p one oh, i yeah? still use it it's, really? it's an incredible tool mm-hmm. uh reminds me of like the 60 mil look so much it's, it's just incredible mm-hmm. um shutter yeah we, we, well we both have a uh, black magic pocket cinema camera 4k oh we have um, the 4k one too yeah, yeah that's which right. is like right. probably best bang for your buck 100%. Um, the probably the best cinematic camera that you can get uh, easy 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 to use like anybody that's anybody can just pick up that camera and figure it out within a day mm-hmm. um touchscreen crazy presets uh it's just uh, you can shoot in ProRes HQ, mm-hmm. um, get like a, and I, it's like the files are a lot smaller. Um, it's easily comparable to Alexa, mm-hmm. uh, Ari Alexa cameras. Well, for the, for the price, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're paying like a, like a fraction of the price. But um, yeah, I was actually going to get a different camera and he, uh, he convinced me otherwise. It's like, dude, get this one, man. You're not going to regret it. <laughs> And ever since yeah, I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna go back to like another company. Like, just so easy to use. Awesome, awesome. For sure. Yeah, I just love like anything that gets you as close as possible to film, or at least gives you like the yeah. the flexibility in post to uh, to get like some really nice colors, like some some 12 bit, 16 bit color is uh, mm-hmm. very important for me at least, and mm-hmm. dynamic range, and that's it. Awesome. 
Yeah, awesome. that, those are really good. Yeah, they're killing it. Black Magic, they got absolutely. They are for the price. They're from like, Australia, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Fatty. They yeah. are, eh? Yeah, I had to wait on a, like a waiting list, and like it had to be shipped, and Holy I crap, waited yeah. like a year to get it. I had to wow. pay a full price. So, <laughs> yeah, I was out of like a. They're couple in high demand, for... I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they've created cameras at that price point. Like, what is it? Like three grand for one of them, or it's something like yeah, that. Yeah, about... well, you could get one for like. Uh... 2000 yeah uh, yeah even if it's yeah, like used yeah partially Obviously, used yeah there's it is, there's like several things you need to buy you need to buy like a speed yeah. booster to to be able to use right. like canon lenses um, right also give you a, a like just better low light conditions mm. um but hey man if you don't invest in yourself no one will yep might as well exactly. yeah exactly. um any any suggestions for any new shooters that are trying to get into the game like would they should they pick up a black magic first if they have the money obviously or would you suggest something else honestly uh definitely i would recommend the first the few first uh original black magic cinema cameras the 2.5k my personal favorite mm-hmm. and uh the, the original pocket 1080p you could get it probably for 500 dollars used uh, um this will kind of like teach you the fundamentals there's no slow motion real time this is where you know you get to experiment like how how they used to do it on set uh, you know and, and it yeah, was a lot of lighting and it's kind of like light hungry so yeah. you're gonna have to light your sets and uh, mm-hmm. have some fun with it uh, and if not if you want something a little bit more um all around uh that that gives you the option to do 60 frames per second and 120 um the 4k best bang for your buck uh brand new you can get it um i would suggest to get a metabone speed booster with that Couple uh, wide-angle lenses, some Rokinin, some Tokinas, mm-hmm. and uh, you should be good to go. Also, yeah, I'd suggest uh, maybe get some filters to soften, soften the image, give mm-hmm. it a little bit more cinematic. Um, so any type of ProMist filter um, right. will do. So mm-hmm. we're yeah, in a, so we're in the yeah. process of updating our or getting a new camera for our YouTube and for our music video projects. We're kind of in a decision between the Black Magic or the Pocket 4K or maybe even the 6K or a Canon C200. And we're kind of like, what do we get? Because we've yeah. been talking to our DP and he wants to see 200. And we're like, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm a bit, we're biased. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, can yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah. We're asking yeah. the wrong people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, for documentary, the C200. I've heard, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like, yeah. it's just the form factor. You know, you want to. You want to bring it everywhere. You know, you're in some tough situations. I don't know. Like, let's say you go to Colombia mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to be kind of like sneaky. You can't have a rig or so on. I mean, hey, the C200 will, will be perfect for it. Yeah, right? Right. yeah. But if you want some, like some better image quality, uh, I would probably go with a Pocket 4K, Pocket 6K. Yeah, definitely. I, I would agree. Hmm. Um, and um, but if, if, look, if they're using it for documentary stuff, like what you're doing right now, I think it would yeah. be great to... Uh, I know, Fatty, you don't like this lens, but the Lumix Panasonic is uh, one of the lenses I have is actually works great. You don't need any speed booster. It just connects directly into the okay. um, the Blackmagic camera. Yeah. Uh, I can, after the, the podcast, I can send you the details about it. It's, um, yeah. it's, it's a good lens. It's, it's very wide, you know, it's 12 to 35. So, okay. Sick. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for very the nice. suggestions. No boys. problem. Appreciate that. 
This game's so intense right now. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. What's the score? It's, the score? O- it's actually overtime, and it's no we're, way. We're up. Oh, snap. We're oh, overtime, no. and we're up. We're up right now. We're up. At, okay, um, one, 106, 104, 19 seconds God. left. Yeah, 19 seconds left. I've just so. been eyeing it as we're talking. <laughs> oh, my God. This is good. <laughs> Hopefully, we well, they need They need this game, man. Yeah, really. I think yeah. uh, whoever wins this game is gonna win the series. Yeah, I I I, I agree. I agree. I just I yeah. I just need the Raptors to win. So hopefully we can <laughs> we can uh, pull through. Yeah. Um, At uh, least you guys have one winning team in Toronto. It, you know exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's and it's I I I feel like it's great that it's a a basketball team because yeah, I'm like sure. I'm, I'm personally me. I'm over team. hockey. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I'm really over. Tough. I'm over waiting for that to happen. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a big hockey fan. I don't, I know I don't look like it, but <laughs> hockey is like uh, I yeah. grew up with it. I played it. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm obviously a Habs fan. Habs. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Want, but <laughs> makes sense. I'm also a Kings fan. I love the Kings. Oh yeah, Kings fan as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a yeah. big Kings fan too. Nice. So. I can tell. Yeah, with the hat. So, um, is there a difference between? The Montreal music scene and what's going on here, yeah, night and day. Oh yeah, totally. What's it? What's night it like out there in Montreal? Uh, it's very political. It's like very divided. So, so we have um, you have like the English speaking artists, mm-hmm. and then you have the French speaking artists. Uh, you know that they're both great. Nothing wrong with that. It's just that all the funding goes into the French artists. Mm-hmm. So, like the English yeah. artists, are, they get nothing. There's mm-hmm. there's almost zero platform for English yeah. artists to to strive in in Montreal. Wow. Because wow. Um, all the grants are um, Quebec-owned, uh, French-owned. Mm. A lot of the production companies also are French-owned. So mm. uh, now, are we talking bilingual artists that prefer to, to do the the music in English, or is it like? Well, English, you know English? what? Some there's some artists that actually uh, speak French. Yeah. But rap in English. Right. Um, and you can kind of tell them in the in the way they they rap and stuff, or, yeah. or saying whatever. But um. I just feel it's a lack of opportunity for any type of English speaking artist, whether it's musical or in film uh, or acting. It's uh, a lot of, a lot of the English ones come here to Toronto. So um, we used to have a big boom in filming in Montreal, Mm -hmm. but now it's, it's transferred over to Toronto. We still, I mean, look, we still have stuff like 300 was shot in Montreal. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, John Wick had a couple scenes in Montreal. The yeah. score, um, the score, yeah, the Robert score, Zero. yeah, when Robert <laughs> yeah. Ed Norton. Edward Norton, yeah. Um, there's a lot of you know big movies that come here. I think Days of Future Fa- Days of Future Past was filmed yes. here, right? Yes. Uh, right. The, right? One of the X Men, well, actually, three of the X Men. I think yeah, I was about to say a few of them. I think were yeah, yeah, yeah three of them. Uh, actually, you know what? I think even more than that. A, a lot of X Men movies were filmed here in Montreal, but um, we kind of outgrew the scene in Montreal. Uh, no disrespect to the Montreal scene. I we right. we love the city. It's just mm-hmm. uh, we, we got a lot more opportunity here, and um, you know when we demand our price out here, usually we don't get any any rebuttals in Montreal. It's like, hey, you know, we know you, we know you, fatty <laughs> from rapping. Can you hook us up? Like all that was like two hundred dollars. Yeah. We're like, nah, man. Two hundred dollars. That, that, that doesn't yeah. even cover the gas. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember the two hundred dollar days. <laughs> two hundred dollar days. Yeah. We rough. still get them. We still get them. Yeah, yeah that's like, come on. You see yeah. our work. We're a little more than that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, give, we give our quote, and they're like, oh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. You know, I have a lot of money for promo. Eight times my yeah, price. Yeah, promo. <laughs> Gotta love some promo. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god. 
Man, yeah. the, the struggle is real, but but you know what? We we do what we have to do, and uh, yeah, we make yeah, it. Definitely, definitely. I feel you guys. I feel you. Well, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the podcast, man. We really do appreciate it, guys. My pleasure. Um, thank you for man, having thank, us. Thank you guys for having us here. Nah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, do any any final words for you guys? Anything you want to shout out? Anybody you shout out in the ends? You know, <laughs> anything? Go for it. Well, uh, I just want to say, you know, check out our our website. Um, go on onto onto our Instagram. Click the link in our bio. Uh, go check out Drummer Boy. Yep. Um, it's going to be out in all the international films around the world this year. So uh, if you want to show some local boys some love, um, also a special shout out to Aiden for killing it in the in the film. And um, also want to say a special th- uh, shout out to you guys for, for grinding and, and making some content and having us in. And I want to give a shout out to Fatty for uh, being the genius he is. Hey. <laughs> All right. I'm all no right. genius, but thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But seriously, guys, thank thank you very much for having us. We're extremely grateful. Um, and and yeah, like we just released our um our, our short drummer boy. If you have a little bit of time, check it out. It's on YouTube right now. Yep. Should be on Vimeo tomorrow. And cool. uh, yeah, a couple of other platforms. It's on uh, Film Shortage, Beyond the Short. Um, am I missing anything, Shutter? Um, Lift off. No, they, they, they lift off festival. Lift that's off right. Festival. Mm. That's right. Nice. And, um, we're you know we're hoping to get into the Toronto uh, International Film Festival. Yeah, we'd love to. Well, we'd love to to kind of yeah, like yeah. conquer TIFF. That'd be a big one. That's the goal for the filmmakers. Yeah, yeah sure. out here yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, again, appreciate you guys. Congrats. Thank you. On the film of the release. We're gonna, definitely going to be checking it out. And, of course, we'll share that on our platform as well to make sure, you know, any eyes can get on that for you guys as well. Awesome. We'll um, send you the links just in case. Sweet. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Please and, do, And, yes. uh, yo, if you guys need anything, you reach out, man. Like, we're, we're creatives here. We're trying to help each other out, oh, uplift everybody. Sure. So. I'll, I'll send you that info for that yes. Panasonic. Please. Yes, thank please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, guys. we'll, we'll stay one. in touch. Amazing. And you guys have a good night. So thank you very for much. Sure. Have a great night. Take care. Thank you once again, guys. It's been Lost Talks Podcast, episode 50.